Welcome to another episode of That One Movie Podcast, also known as Tomp, the weekly show where we discuss movies, games, and TV shows in addition to kinda whatever. Mainly, we just shout nonsense into our microphones. I'm your host, Holden Sutter, joined by my co-host, Jimmy Youthy. Dr. Evil. That's not, that's not your name. You're not a doctor, Jimmy. You just graduated with your bachelor's. God. Just because you've got a hoity-toity job as a teacher now. Hey, I'm a certified BA now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got a great episode for you this week featuring our review of uh, Austin Powers in Goldmember. Austin Powers. Let's do it. Let's do it. Hold on. That one movie podcast. Tomp. But first, we've got to do some toms. Toms with freaking lasers on their heads. Toms is a rapid fire segment where we rate the news of the week in the world of entertainment on a scale of three famous Toms Brokaw, Bombadil, and Bircheron. Brokaw being the highest, Bombadil's the lowest, and Bircheron is somewhere in between. And apparently they also have lasers on their heads. Jimmy, let's get to it. Freaking lasers. Oh yeah, freaking lasers. God. <laughs> okay. I'll I'll be done with that well, bit for yeah, good. the time being. Good. I can't wait to, for you to review the entirety of Goldmember in Dr. Evil's voice. <laughs> and then I'm just sitting over here like, oh my god. <laughs> and the whole audience, too. Yeah. Um. Anyway, first up, Jimmy, we got some Star Wars news. Everyone's favorite. My yes. favorite. Your Star favorite. Wars news. Now, this is truly exciting and unexpected. Because, Jimmy, we are getting a new Star Wars holiday special. Really? Yes. <laughs> Uh, it is being released on Disney Plus on November 14th. Uh, it is the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special. Okay. <laughs> Still, um, that makes me even more excited for it, honestly. Yeah, I know. I'm curious, like, hearing that, I'm like, well, is it going to be actually good? Or is it going to be like those straight-to-DVD Lego movies? I don't know. Because if it's those, I just don't care. But uh, regardless... It apparently is going to follow Ray traveling back in time and talking to various figures in the series past, probably learning some sort of lesson about about Christmas or Life Day or whatever. I don't know. Um, but it's apparently going to be poking fun and acknowledging the original holiday special because, of course, it is. Why wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. What do you think, Jimmy? I think it'd be funny if they have the Mandalorian in it with like as Boba Fett, like you know Boba Fett's in the original one, so like having the yeah. Mandalorian be in this one, that would be, be pretty good, good actually. <laughs> I think that'd be pretty clever, Holden. They could tie it That's because the new season of Mandalorian should be airing around that time. They could tie it in. Yeah, I'm there gonna give go. this a Brokaw, Holden. Yeah, me too, Brokaw. Love me some Star. Have you seen the Star Wars Holiday Special, Jimmy? I feel like I've seen. A part of it, but I've okay. definitely not seen the whole thing. It is I, <laughs> I, I was watching it with my friends. I think it was last year, and we made it like twenty minutes in, and it felt like an hour. And then we saw <laughs> it was only twenty minutes. So we're like, oh, we're done. We can't do this anymore. <laughs> that was me with uh, Johnny Depp's "The Art of the Deal" on Funnier Die. I don't know oh, if you've seen. Oh yeah, I've I heard of that. Yeah, it is so unbearable. 
And it's it's got to be aged terribly too, because it was like at the beginning of like the Donald Trump parody. Yeah. And now that, that it was at the beginning of that, and it was already terrible. But now that's so overdone. <laughs> so going back to it, and it's not a good impression either. It's like the art of the deal. <laughs> it's like, so and bad. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp is Donald Trump. I give that a die on the funny or die. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm Why not talking just, about that the ones you use for board games. I'm talking the one where you're not talking you about die. like tie dye. Yeah, that either. Yeah, you're talking yeah, I get it. Um next up, uh this news is specifically for me. Tron three news. I always bring up Tron three news when I hear it because I'm always excited for Tron three. Um so Jared Leto tweeted out the title, but seemingly accidentally because he like immediately removed is it. it is it Tronity? As in, like, Trinity, but Tron? No, that'd be dumb, Jimmy. This is Tron colon Ares. <laughs> like the Greek god of war. <laughs> Tron colon Oscopy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, um, see, the problem here, Holden, is that Tron Legacy is a great title for the last film of a series. So not like any other title. It's bad. But I Tron, mean, Tron, Tron, Tron Angle. Tron Legacy is just kind of a generic title. Like, it's kind of... It doesn't really say... I mean, I guess it's only called that because the original came out in, like, the 80s, and it was, like, 30 years after that, but, I mean, kind of lazy. And it's, like, his dad's legacy or something. I don't remember. Yeah, I love that Tron Ares. Uh, Yeah, it's Tron Ares. Uh, Apparently, directing... Uh, Garth Davis is attached to direct it, and he was the director of that Oscar-nominated film that I never saw, but maybe some did. It was called Lion. Oh, I've seen that. Oh, is it good? The one with Dev Patel? Yeah, De- I think it's Dev Patel. Yes, it is. Um, my parents loved it. I thought it was good. I don't really remember it all that well, to be honest. Okay. Um, that's the only film that really like jumped out at me that he had directed uh so yeah this kind of follows the trend that a lot of blockbuster franchises likes to do is take an indie filmmaker and just put them in their (laughs) their franchise if i remember correctly lion had a very nice like aesthetic cinematically Mm. so if seeing that style in a tron universe it was very like i don't know it made intimate i guess i don't know how to describe it it just felt the shots felt really maybe more like rogue one-esque i don't know i don't remember it all that well i just remember it being a very pretty movie i don't remember it all that well either because i've never seen it (laughs) (laughs) uh but yeah hold on there you go lion you'd be a lion if you said you'd seen it i'll give this a broca holden oh thanks to me for me yeah. Why is it? Well, who's Aries? Air, yeah. So the the theory is well. So Jared Leto's been like attached to this movie for quite a while. Like it was only recently that it was confirmed. But even like years ago when they were talking about the movie, like they were saying he's probably gonna star in it. But uh, everyone, I think at one point they had said that his character's name is Aries. So that's probably just his character's name. I don't know. He's probably yeah. a program in the in the grid or something. That makes sense. Uh, yep. Aries EXE has activated. <laughs> Maybe that's uh, the... Running Aries EXE. 
it's going to connect to a horizon zero dawn it's just going to be another uh evil program or something yeah what's the program in that hades Hades. i was gonna say yeah Yeah. and then the dlc one is hephaestus something hephaestus yeah something like that anyway on to the next bit maybe this Um, is just horizon zero dawn Maybe. That movie. Just like that. I don't want life, Leto in that game. <laughs> just like <laughs> just like that everybody thought that life movie was Venom. Gonna be a Venom. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, hold on. What's next? Keep it um, moving. Yeah, next up we have Spider Man three news. The new Spider Man three. I love that movie that came out in two thousand seven. I do too, Jimmy. And also that movie that came out that that didn't come out that was a sequel to the Amazing Spider Man two. also love that movie um anyway this is apparently um from some sources some credible publications and some people involved with development have uh referred to the title as spider-man homesick um this could simply be a placeholder um the name fits i think i mean i think it's okay I don't know. I mean, you, your, your reaction, your reaction was like whatever. But I, I still think we need Spider Man two point five. Stay at home. COVID twenty. I agree. <laughs> I COVID nineteen. Like, like homesick works. Like based on where like Spider Man ends up at the end of the last movie. He's. I mean, a lot of theories have said he's going to be on the run and stuff. And so I think this kind of kind of works. They're wanting to keep with that home theme. Spider-Man, no place like home. Yeah, I mean, that's good, too. That was your original idea, right? Was that? I don't know. I don't know. Spider-Man, home on the range. <laughs> he's a cowboy now. What but you, instead of using lassos, he just webs them up. Get over uh, here, cow. <laughs> Spider-Man, homeostasis. <laughs> he's just really warm. Uh, what do you What do you think? Uh, I don't like that title. But Why? just give me a good movie and the I don't, whatever the title. Why don't you like the title? I, it's like um you're back into yourself into a corner with the home. Like you don't need the home. I I mean I kind of agree. Like they should have not done Sp- Spider Man Far From Home was a dumb name. Can we agree? That was yeah. just bad. Like you could have called it anything. You could have been Spider Man <laughs> Field. Spider Man Su- takes Europe. <laughs> <laughs> Spider Man European Vacation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? National Spider-Man's European vacation. I mean, I I agree. I think uh, limiting themselves to the home name is kind of silly. But, I mean, if they're going to do it, it's fine. Um, I'm okay. It's like the Batman Arkham games, except Arkham makes sense. Home home has nothing intrinsic to Spider-Man. It just was in the, the first one. They should just do Spider-Man prom and go back to the dance theme. He's your friendly home Spider-Man. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna give this a Bergeron Spider-Man I, home run. Actually, you know what? <laughs> I do. I like this name, Jimmy. I'm gonna give it a Brokaw Spider-Man homesick. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Holden. Oh my god. Thought you were better than that. I'm I hope give he. It a had, I hope he gets COVID in the movie too. So then, like, it's she even, he's sick. But he's just asymptomatic, and then he yeah. spreads it to everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's wearing a mask. That's true. He's probably That's, okay. He's much better than a Superman. Inconsiderate. Yeah. God, Superman. Um, Next up, this is exciting. You ever seen Three Men and a Baby, Jimmy? No. I haven't either. <laughs> I 
I assume it's a very. I have seen in my life a total of at least three men and at least one baby, though. That's good. Okay, so you you basically get the concept I've, of this. Yeah, film. I got. I have a context. I have okay. context for okay. it. Okay. Uh, so I think we mentioned previously that it was getting a Disney Plus remake. This was kind of announced when um a bunch of other things like Home Alone and other stuff were being talked about. Being is Home Alone being rebooted? Yeah, Spider Man Home Alone. There we go. <laughs> Combine Macaul- the two franchises. Macaulay Culkin and but Macaulay Culkin. Uh, switches roles and he's the he's Harry Osborn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd love that. Boy, this um, is... Anyway, the Three Men and a Baby remake we should... uh, had some news this week because yeah. the movie is going to be starring Zac Efron. You like now Zac you have Efron, my Jimmy? Oh yeah, I like Zac Efron a lot. Actually, I do too. We've talked he's about really this funny. before. He he's is a great actor. I like. We had just talked about this last time in July when we saw each other, but Zac Efron, like, he he went from being kind of, in well, at least for us, uh, or me, being a, a, a young boy in the first grade, being like, oh, I, high school musical, I don't like this, this is lame, or whenever it was, maybe it wasn't first grade. Third, I was in um, third grade, I believe. Okay, so second grade. Um but at the time, I was kind of like, "Oh, it's High School Musical. I don't like this. It's too. It's like for girls and stuff." <laughs> I liked it because I was older and mature, Holden. Oh yeah, whole, whole, in third grade. <laughs> <laughs> and now that I'm old and mature, I'm like, "Yikes, that's bad." Um, but Zac Efron, I mean, he he's really proved proven himself. Um, I think even most of his movies that he's in aren't great, but he's consistently pretty funny in them. And then he was in the Ted Bundy movie. Yeah. Um, extremely wicked, whatever that one yeah. on Netflix. Yeah. Every time I think of that, I'm like, good. boy, I just don't even know the title of that one. Yeah. Uh, we both, we both think, uh, it's a pretty good movie and he's very good in it. I think that's, uh, he's greatest Ted Bundy, but, um, yeah, I mean, this has me a little bit more interested in this movie, Jimmy. Yeah, you've got my attention. I'll give it a Bergeron. <laughs> me too. I <laughs> uh, got some Dune news, Jimmy. Uh, we Dune. may be getting a trailer dropping this month. Is it coming Dune? You could coming say that. Dune you could say it's coming Dune. Theater um, near you. Uh, Timothy Chalamet on Twitter uh, was responding to a tweet that like someone had asked him, oh, when are we going to get some Dune content? And then he just simply replied with trailer before September. So that seems to confirm it. (laughs) (laughs) Is this Uh, movie coming out still? uh, Well, it's on like it's still scheduled to come out in December. But like I don't remember if we had said on the podcast a week or two ago that Denis Villeneuve was like. I was saying he was having trouble finishing it before then. So it's probably not. (sighs) Probably going to have to wait for it, unfortunately. But I am excited to see a trailer. Um, It it may be apparently I think the Inception re-release is coming up soon. uh, So it may be attached to that. uh, People were thinking Um, New Mutants is somehow still coming out in less than two weeks. (laughs) It's still coming out. I don't even know if my local theater's open. Yeah, I don't. Maybe, uh, maybe Westmall will play it. Maybe. Anyway, That's our cheap theater in town. Yeah, cheap theater. Um, but For anyway, now. so so uh, Dune. Uh, there, people are also thinking maybe Dune will be attached to the new Mutants movie. Um, 
yeah, I don't know. I'm regardless. I'm excited though. I want to see more content from this movie. Wouldn't it is Dune Warner Brothers? Yeah. Then it would be. It would make more sense for Tenet then. Yeah, it would. Yeah. And let, I Come mean, on, Holden. Well, I mean, Use maybe they're thinking because like New Mutants is a new movie, so they're thinking, oh, maybe more people will go okay, see that. That's where you said New Mutants is not a new movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. New Mutants is a very old movie. In New fact. Mutants is like it's like a dish that you rewarmed, reheated, and put and released it in the theaters. That was a good analogy. New um, Mutants is like those frozen chicken wings you got at the grocery store that you like. Man, I want some wings, but I don't want to spend that much. And those look pretty decent. So you buy them, you get them in your your freezer, and you're like, oh, I'm going to make these. And you kind of get them out, and you're about to get it. But then, like, your friend calls you, and he wants to go eat with you. And you're like, oh, okay. But then you kind of forget about them. You leave them on the counter. You come back, and you're like, oh, those are all thawed out, but I'm not eating them now. So I'll put them back in the freezer. Then you forget about them for a month or, like, two years. And then you go back in, and you're like, well, I can either throw these or eat them, so I'm going to eat them. There's my yes. analogy. Yes. Okay. <laughs> what are we talking about? I'm, new Mutants. <laughs> I uh, so I. This no, is, we're, we're not we're talking about of, New Mutants. No, we're not. We're talking about Dune. But I'm getting off Dune, on a tangent Broca. about New Mutants. Yeah, Broca. okay. We're Dune gets a, a Broca. <laughs> but I do want to say I want to see New Mutants so bad. Like at this, I'm, I I I, think I saw I there was a new trailer, clear. but I didn't watch it because I don't want to see anything about it because I actually want to see it. Yeah, I I. I think it's mostly just because I'm so deprived of theatrical experiences, but I am way more excited for this movie now than I was when it was coming out in April. <laughs> I just want to see something. I haven't Please. been to a theater since March. Um, yeah, so we'll just go on to the next bit. Um, yeah. So Netflix has said that they're going to be releasing a musical uh, on their streaming service. And this is obviously following Hamilton's great success on Disney+. Plus. Uh, Netflix has purchased Jellicle the rights cats. for a musical. <laughs> uh, Netflix has purchased the rights for a musical uh, called Diana. And it's going to be about Princess Diana and her life. I thought, I thought it was about someone who wants to kill someone named Anna. Oh, that's, yeah. That would be good, too. But unfortunately, in my notes, it's D-I-A-N-A. So, mm. will not work. Um, I mean, presumably Diana will die in the musical, but yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, anyway, I mean, uh, so did Hamilton. So that's true. That's true. So this is, it's just going to be a reskin of Hamilton is what we're saying. <laughs> um, anyway, it's what's noteworthy about this though is so it's not, it hasn't actually been released on like Broadway yet. Um, which explains a lot because when i was reading this i'm like i've never heard of this music yeah i was gonna say i've never heard of it i'm also yeah. not cultured so <laughs> um yeah it's it's actually going to be the first broadway musical that's being released as a filmed stage production before it's released live and i think a lot of that is due to covid but that's interesting what do you do yeah i don't know i i mean it's it is going to be like hamilton so it is just going to be a filmed stage production but it i mean it is interesting that they're choosing to release that before it's even on broadway at all so we don't even know if it's good yeah it could be bad could and then be. no one it'll just bomb even worse on broadway since people have seen the movie yeah it's 
kind of like w- w- what's the point of really seeing it then? I don't know. I mean, it's still I mean, it's not the same not seeing it live, but it's not that far off. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like for some musicals you're better off just seeing it. Um I mean, depending on how much background stuff is happening. Mhm. And where you live and how like, you know, how prestigious like the live performers are. So. I mean, I'll be interested to check it out. I don't I didn't look too deep into like who's written the musical or if who if it, they've announced who's starring in it or anything. So I don't know much. Um, but I honestly don't know that much about D- Princess Diana. I mean, I don't I mean, I don't her, either. I her mean, death and that she was a very much well-beloved icon. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel bad I made light of her death earlier, but I mean, that is like. I think, unfortunately, probably the most iconic thing that people from our generation know about her, just because we never lived through when she was alive. Yeah. I'll be interested. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, Bergeron. Yeah, I'll give it a Bergeron. Cautiously optimistic. Um, next up, uh, DC Fandome released their schedule. Um, this is we had, Saturday, right? Is it this? Sat- yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah you're right. Okay. We're going to have a lot to talk about next week. Oh, great. Um, So, yeah, they officially listed a bunch of stuff on there. Uh, They promised stuff about uh, Rocksteady's new game, which is officially listed in the schedule as Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Kill the Justice League or kills? I don't know. Maybe it's kills the Justice League. (laughs) I think I just wrote it down wrong. Um, Yeah, but anyway, so it's, it's officially listed as that so presumably that's going to be the title why do we need to go with violence holden why can't the suicide squad confront the justice league in (laughs) a civil manner talks to the justice league (laughs) the suicide squad debates compromises with in a very civil fashion with the justice league uh, they promised uh, DC Fandom. The schedule also promised uh, more about WB Montreal's game, which I think is actually very early on in the schedule. So probably that morning we'll be hearing stuff about that. Uh, but then also stuff like the Suicide Squad, the Batman, Shazam 2, Black Adam, all these other DC movies and shows that are, are planned and filming and such. We'll be hearing a lot. Do you say the Suicide Squad? Too? Yes, the Suicide Squad. Yes, I was. Uh, they kind of had brief descriptions on like uh, on uh, in the uh, schedule as to what each uh, segment would include, and so I mean, I based on what it said, I wouldn't expect any trailers for like the Suicide Squad or um, I mean, especially not the Batman because I don't think they're even done filming that yet. Um, but yeah, we'll be hearing more, and it'll be interesting, and we'll be maybe we'll see some costumes. I don't know. Ooh, costumes. I like It'll be costumes. interesting to see whether like this is the biggest event of the summer or if it was I guess the only one that would rival it would be the PlayStation 5 event, right? Yeah. I feel In like this is going to be bigger. Like, bigger than the PlayStation 5? Yeah. I mean, There's a well, ton of hype going around the PlayStation 5 event. I mean, as I was And it like mostly super- delivered. Yeah, I mean, I was super into that event, but like, I think they've had a lot more planning with this. There, I wouldn't be surprised if there's more production value in it, um, and it just like the sheer amount of stuff. I mean, like, there's tons of stuff that I don't care about that they're showing off, but I'm sure that fans will be like, oh, fans of like the DC TV shows will be super into like the animated movies, the comics, like the. If you look at the schedule, it is just 
impressive. I mean, it is, it's practically a comic con unto itself. Like it's, it's wild. pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited I mean, for it, Holden. I'm giving it a Brokaw. I'll give it a Brokaw too. DC coming in clutch for once. Um, <laughs> and apparently Avengers, the game is bad. So hopefully we yeah. get some good superhero games. Yeah. I, I like, <laughs> it's not a good sign when the beta like is coming out and the first reactions are not, are like mixed. That means it's going to be bad. Cause like the beta, you usually would show something good. I, <laughs> I, okay, sorry guys, this is like a tangent, but the Avengers game I did not realize is like a looter shooter, but like with Avengers. It's so it's like Destiny. Oh, it's like Destiny. Yeah, well, I know there's a story to it. Yeah, I th- I mean it's probably not just like Destiny, but like it's it's got similar elements from what I understand. And Which I, I mean, a lot of people do really like Destiny too, yeah. at least. And I mean, so. it's kind of what Borderlands does as well. And if it's probably if it's closer to how Borderlands structures it, I think that would be the problem better, with the problem with that is that the gameplay has to be really good for that to yeah. work. And this gameplay just doesn't look good. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Maybe maybe all the the previews have been overly negative. Look, I want it to be great. Like a great Avengers game sounds amazing, but uh, yeah. I think they were. Biting off a little bit more than they could chew. I agree. Um, I had written down something about the Fortnite controversy. Did you hear anything about that? Yeah, like the, the mobile apps. Yeah, this is kind of a somewhat of a big deal because I know that it's impacting xCloud yeah. too, which it's, is xCloud is something I'm very interested in as a PlayStation owner. I mean, are you kidding me? Like, why would I what incentive is there for me to get a series X at this point if X cloud is a thing and it's like it's from all indications. It seems like a much better service than stadia or the PlayStation now streaming service or other streaming services like that. I mean like what, what is the point? Like is every game on the Xbox series X is playable on the one. So yeah, it probably, it doesn't have the processing power to like make it look absolutely fantastic, like at its max capabilities. But like, I mean, you still get the game. It is for now. I know they are going to make series X exclusives. Cause that was okay. kind of somewhat taken out of context. That oh, okay. Which still I'm, I guess we're going off on a little tangent here, but <laughs> for me, I I see why Xbox like thinks that's a very consumer friendly thing to do, and it's great because I technically have an Xbox One, even though it's it's at my brother's place. Um, so like theoretically, if I wanted to get a PS Five and play an Xbox Series X game, I could just pull pull out the Xbox One. Yeah. But for me, it's like you're just holding the Series X back so much by doing that. I mean, yeah. the Xbox One X is already being held back so much by the Xbox One that you just got to... I get I'm more in favor of the PlayStation approach where, yeah, it sucks if you don't have a PlayStation 5 for like a year or whatever and you can't play all those games. But those games are just so going to be so much better because they're completely like- designed for the PlayStation 5. And some things like the new Ratchet and Clank game wouldn't even have been possible on the Xbox One or PS4. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I feel like Microsoft keeps just like shooting themselves in the foot, like even if it's accidentally, because like in in a lot of ways, I would say the initial the initial reaction, at least that I gathered from the internet, uh, when both consoles were announced, the Series X and the PS5, was a, a lot of people seem to favor the the Microsoft approach. Which I mean, me, I was a, I'm a, I'm a Sony fanboy, I guess, and I was always going to get a PS5. But I mean, it, it like they just seem to like it's not necessarily bad things that they're doing, but it just is like gives people less incentive to buy the console. I and I don't know. Which, I mean, I guess makes sense because the, the console is more the ecosystem, right? Is where yeah. the money's really made. So that makes sense for them. And I guess they could make a profit by having me buy a PS5 and just playing an Xbox game on xCloud. Mm-hmm. The thing for me is I will not even consider getting an Xbox until they make a good exclusive game for it. Yeah. And I, Halo Infinite is not winning me over. <laughs> no. It's also delayed. They're, they don't yeah. even have that at launch anymore. So, like, yeah, I think and, it's going to suffer. And people weren't impressed by the gameplay demo either. No. So, we'll see. Master Chief can't sprint. What the heck? <laughs> people were mad about that. that. Okay, so this was a really big tangent off of the Fortnite thing, <laughs> which I brought <laughs> up, which I should at least clarify a little bit. So, Fortnite basically um, was trying to get their, like, microtransactions in their game um, to go um, basically so uh, consumers could buy straight through their game uh, straight from Epic uh, instead of having to pay through like Apple's uh, service. App, um, the App and, Store or Google Play, which take a 30% cut of that. Yeah. So Epic and, Games wanted to get around that 30% yeah. cut. Um, and and I, in, I their words, in their words, offer it for a lesser price. I think it's worth noting that almost every single online like game provider takes that sort of chunk like playstation pretty much takes a 30 percent cut um microsoft does a similar thing it's it's kind of an industry standard at this point um but fortnite or epic rather um they're they're mad about it they at Apple was t- Apple took down fortnite due to their uh, like policy violation and then like immediately Epic uploaded that. Did you see that 1984? I heard about it. Parody? I didn't see it, it. And I'm aware of the original commercial. Yeah. It's, to me, that's, it seems, it's so sketchy because, like, Epic has been planning this for so long to get this, like, controversy going. If they had that video, like, ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, it was, like, the least you could do is, like, wait a couple days and then, yeah, you could make the argument that you had a bunch of animators work on it real quick and just get it out in a couple days because it probably could happen. But instead, they release it like the morning that it gets removed from the app store. And I'm just it <laughs> it makes me almost like I mean, it's two giant corporations fighting each other. But I mean, it makes me take Apple's side because I'm like, Epic's <laughs> just like being a little whiny. Baby. Turd. Yeah. I don't know. That's all I really wanted to say about it. I don't know if we want to rate it. I'll give it a Bergeron. I don't care. I don't play Fortnite, especially yeah, not so, on mobile. Yeah, so I know like Epic on Android. So like right now, if you don't have Fortnite installed, installed on an iPad or iPhone, you just can't get it installed anymore. Yeah. Because it's not on the App Store. Android's a little bit differently because Google, which makes Android, allows you to install apps outside of the Google Play Store. Mm-hmm. So you could... Li- 
figurative or you could theoretically go to like a random website and just download it off a website like you would anything else on the internet. Um, I know like, I know like the Samsung galaxy store still has it. And now Mm -hmm. Epic is doing like 20% off all their stuff because they're like, they're trying to get the consumers on their side. To me, it makes sense that Apple takes a cut and Google play takes a cut of that. And I think it's actually better in the long run for consumers to have these stores, app stores, mm-hmm. where you get all your apps rather than like all over the place on the internet. You know what I'm saying? It's not very yeah. unified. And there's so many regulations they have to meet to be in the app store. So they can't be like malware and stuff. I think it's uh, Epic is trying to turn this essay, oh, they're being pro consumer, but I think it's actually anti-consumer in the long run if you think about it yeah so that's uh, my two cents yeah one. i'll give it a bergeron bombadil bombadil what? on you epic bombadil? games yeah i'll give and it a bombadil on epic games yeah yeah and because they made fortnite <laughs> although i don't Classic. intrinsically hate fortnite i just don't like it because it's so popular <laughs> <laughs> yep but okay. i gotta like uh, it now holden my students are gonna like it <laughs> You gotta I'd talk be about like, it. oh yeah, man, you just build those forts. You gotta, there's like weeks. the Minecraft education edition. You gotta get the Fortnite education edition. <laughs> you, guys, uh, anyway. you guys ever build ancient, you guys build pyramids in Fortnite? <laughs> <laughs> That's it uh, for Tom's though. Yeah. We're going to move on to our random segment this week. Woo. So for a random segment this week, uh, I have compiled a list of films that we should have seen already. Uh, this is this goes back to uh, March when movies uh, were starting to get delayed. Movies? Um, what? What are movies, Holden? Yeah. What? I don't know. I just I, I googled. What is it. a theater? <laughs> Newspapers. What are those? Uh. But anyway. The, so this pretty much from March until now, I compiled a list of movies that I think we were, I won't say we were entirely looking forward to, but we were going to see. And some of them I think will kind of surprise you that we were supposed to see already. Um. Anyway, yeah. Um, also, I don't have dates on these, but I have general knowledge of what months they were supposed to oh. be released. So uh, anyway, Mulan. Yep. Mulan, uh, that was supposed to come back, uh, come out in March. Now we're getting it in September. Back in I the days like, when we would have paid ten dollars to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there was some news about that this week that I no, I don't think there was. Maybe not. It's just a lot of people complaining about the thirty dollar price tag for good reason. Um, next up, Antebellum. Yep. Talked uh, about to, that. Yep, it's supposed to come out in April, and now it's coming out on VOD in September. So we'll review that soon. Uh, Black Widow was supposed to come out May 1st, I believe. Um, we're supposed to be almost our way all the way to The Eternals now, uh, which is going to be wow. the second movie this year. Uh, but yeah, so we've we've missed out on a Marvel movie. We'll see if we get it by the end of the year. Uh, it's still only been like a year in a couple months since we had the last Marvel movie. <laughs> it feels so it's, much longer, but it's only been like a year and a couple months. Yeah. I mean, they just, they pump them out so, so often. Like this big gap is just odd. Yeah. Um, 
But if they ever to have a big gap, this is the place to have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um. And, oh, that that was kind of what I was seeing. Um. So people are like, want like apparently Disney is is strongly hinting at that if Mulan does well, that they'll put Black Widow on Disney. Yeah, Plus. but Mulan's not gonna do well because you you can't make your money back through that. You'd have to sell so many. I know. There's just no way. I just. I'd be so surprised if they made their money back. I think it's more like just we need liquid capital. Yeah. No, so I think that's what it. it is. I think yeah. that's what it because there's need to pump out no way they would make so much more money. Like, yeah. I'm not even joking, like three times as much money if they sat on Mulan and waited to release it in theaters. Yeah. I think it has to be they just need liquid capital. Yeah. 100%. I agree. Yeah. Um. This one, uh, Spiral Jimmy. Uh, I was waiting for that one, Holden. It's from uh, the Book so of Saw. <laughs> supposed to come out in May. I remember the week that uh, it was supposed to come out. You mentioned it, and you were real sad. Yeah. Um, are you still sad, Jimmy? Yeah, it's like a saw to the heart. It sure is. That doesn't uh, feel. That wouldn't feel good. I'm like, yeah. I don't know. I, I was. I was getting the urge a couple weeks ago to watch some of the Saw movies again. <laughs> They're so stupid. Like it's it's so easy to turn your mind off and just and just watch it and have a good time. Uh, although you, I guess you got to keep your mind on to keep track of the 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 complex narrative. Yeah. In those movies, so and they're they're not for the they're not for stupid people. They're for like the Rick and Morty fans of, of movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of crossover there. Yeah. Um. F nine. Oh Jimmy. man. That was supposed to come out in May. Missing, <sighs> missing that one. Yeah. The, when is that one coming out? May that's, next year? That's next May now. That trailer remains like one of the funniest things I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We were watching it when we were coming back from a uh, our band tour at school. And we, we just watched it on the bus and we were like in hysterics. It's so stupid. <laughs> the, the the bus flip or whatever the armored truck well them so like f- yeah that and then them like grappling across the sea or whatever yeah with their car yeah oh my god um All right, free, well, gu- what's free guy free guy yeah was supposed to come out in july i'm excited for that one um that's still supposed to come out in december so um the french dispatch Oh, the new yep. Wes Anderson movie that was supposed to come out late last month. Um, and that doesn't, I, I was looking at, it doesn't have a release date currently. So eh, we'll see when that comes out. Um, Jungle Cruise, Jimmy. <laughs> Watch that be good. Yeah, I we were supposed to get it. that like three weeks ago. That's just what my summer needed for that second win. Jungle Cruise. <laughs> I do like Dwayne Johnson and Emily Blunt. Yeah, like they I, I like Emily Blunt like a lot, and then Dwayne Johnson is definitely a a, a fun actor. <laughs> definitely an actor. <laughs> definitely an actor. Well, no, he's like he's entertaining. He's very he's got a lot of charisma, so it's it's fun watching him. Yeah, it's darn right, um, Holden. He's our future president. You show him some is. respect. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so that's coming out next July now, I believe. Uh, I mentioned this one before to you, Jimmy, but Morbius. Yeah. That was supposed to come out last week of July, I think. Um, 
Yeah, I that was that was one of the more surprising ones for me. I'm like, I cannot fathom a time a, a timeline where we've seen Morbius. Yeah, already. I can't either. <laughs> that one just seems like wrong. That feels like such a November movie to me. Yeah. Well, and then I was or thinking October, about it like Venom was supposed to come out in like a month from now. <laughs> Venom two. <laughs> oh my god uh new mutants i mean it's coming out in like two weeks but we were supposed to have seen it in april um no time to die same way yeah we're supposed to have seen that in april and that's coming out in november now um a quiet place part two yeah now delayed to next april or march i believe we had said it before um but that was supposed to come out in march of this year um that pixar movie soul was supposed to come out in june I think that's slated for November now. I don't know for a fact. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984 was supposed to have a June release date. Now it's coming out in October, I think. I should have written these down. I think it's coming out in October. Uh, And then, of course, Tenet. Yeah, except the problem is none of these movies are going to come out. (laughs) Like, what is going to change between now and October? I don't know. It's like... Nothing is going to change. Well, well, that's like, uh, what is it? Um, Death on the Nile is supposed to come out like mid-October. And it like, it just got pushed back like a week. But we haven't seen any trailer for that or anything. What is that? A death? That's the uh, sequel to Murder on the Orient Express. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's another. Is it a spiritual per- sequel? Is per- it an anthology? Poirot, Hercule Perot, whatever that guy is that Agatha Christie likes to write about. It's that detective. It's so it's the same guy, but, um, yeah. But like we haven't seen anything for that, and I, I I'm trying to remember what else is coming out in October. We haven't seen anything about. But yeah, I don't know. I I mean I think we're gonna be lucky if we get anything big before November. Or, well, like, before probably next year, honestly. Like, I just don't, I don't see, like, if things aren't happening now, what, like, what is going to be different then? Not much. Kids will be in school, <laughs> like, yeah. and there will be more cases. So, it's well, like, for how, how, I mean, how long are they going to yeah, be? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the thing. As, like, I know at my school, we're just hoping for as long as we can get. Yeah. It's kind of the thing. It's just like, cherish it while you have it because, and and just kind of function as if you're going to go normally and just have a bunch of backup plans and just be ready to switch at a moment's notice. Frankly, I'm I'm I kind of like that Augustana is starting like later than most other colleges because I think colleges are going to be like calling it quits like <laughs> pretty soon and then Augustana will be yeah. there for like a day. <laughs> And then they'll do that too. We're, we'll see. I mean, we'll see. I just don't. I don't see like what is going to change until we have a vaccine. I just don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I unless have... I guess and because and they it's all debunked that you know getting it once doesn't stop you from getting it again. So I guess mm-hmm. so that's just going to be a cycle until we get that vaccine. I mean, I maybe New Mutants will bring back the theaters, Jimmy. <laughs> I'm fully expecting just, like the day before it's released, it's going to get delayed. What? I mean, either we just say that we're just reopening theaters and we're just going to, cases are going to happen and that's that. Or we just close up shop until we have a vaccine. Yeah. Cause, it I mean, doesn't help that South Dakota is 
literally doing like some of the ones <laughs> has like the worst policy out of the whole country. Well, it doesn't help that we had the Sturgis motorcycle rally. Yeah, here. exactly. Um, with fortunately way fewer people than they normally have, but still it was like 250,000 people, which is ridiculous. But besides the point, um, we'll just see. I just, I don't, I don't get it just doesn't make any sense to me that we're like, oh, this movie can't come out now, but it can come out in November because things yeah. will be so different because we're not going to have a vaccine by then. Um, So, yeah, yeah I guess I mean, I'm I, not to be like a negative Nancy here, but I, I don't like no, I all just submit to a bubble. I mean, I agree. And I think that's why like Disney will probably put out more movies on Disney Plus and probably some other uh, uh companies will too like maybe warner bros and whatnot just because i think like they do need liquid capital um and like they've got all these other movies a lot of productions have resumed so like they they have these other movies that are in the pipeline now that they just they need to get these movies out and like sold yeah so that's, I, I mean that's it's got to be it i mean that's mm-hmm. going to be the thing we're going to just get a lot of video on demand stuff for better or worse because these companies are eventually going to need money on hand yep they can't be sitting on three times as much money promised in the future, which is a huge bummer. Well, especially for a bummer for these large corporations. <laughs> yeah, but no, I get it. I mean, I want to see these in theaters too. I mean, it's a bummer for people like Christopher Nolan and Denis Villeneuve mm-hmm. who made these movies and Wes Anderson, these visionaries who want their films to be seen in theaters. That just doesn't look like it's going to happen. A year with a Nolan, Villeneuve, and Anderson movie that aren't going to be in theaters, aren't going to be able to get to be in theaters. Quite a shame. Yeah. Well, that's pretty much it for random segment for me, at least, Jimmy. Thanks for getting me all pessimistic about everything, Holden. (laughs) No, these movies are eventually going to come out, and I'm so excited for when they do, Holden. We are going to be, I cannot wait for the day we get to go back to the theater. I hope we get to do it together. I'm going to just splurge, get so much butter on my popcorn, Holden. I, I usually don't. large soda because I don't like movie popcorn that much anymore. Oh, that's right, Holden. That's okay. I'll eat it <laughs> I'll all. I'll eat all bites. of it. I'll eat all of it before this the show, like during the trailers, and then I'll go get the refill for the okay. movie. And I will feel so bad afterwards, but it will be amazing. Can't <laughs> wait. So excited. Because I'll have my actual salary so I've got the I'll be rolling in the money, Holden. Mm-hmm. I will not even feel a dent in my wallet from that popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Holden, let's get on with our, our review. non-spoiler review of Austin Powers Gold. Austin Powers in Gold, gold Member. So, uh, Austin Powers in Goldmember is the third in the Austin Power, third and final at this point in the Austin Powers franchise, even though they've long, long developed a fourth movie that will probably never come out. I um, hope it does. I know Mike Myers would wants to do one. Yeah. He was, would be willing to do one. I think he said multiple times, even though he's like semi-retired from acting. Yeah. Um, so it is, for those of you who don't know what Austin Powers is, he's basically this, uh, spy, Ugh, voice crack there. Wow. Um, wow, this, but are you one of my middle schoolers? 
This British spy from like the is he from the seventies? I think he's from the sixties. That's what I thought too. I wasn't sure. Yeah, I think yeah, you're probably right. I don't know. He's from back in the sometime in the twentieth century. We'll just be vague about it. <laughs> Late sixties. He's a uh, British 70s, spy. Obviously, a parody of of figures like James Bond and stuff. Um, but he is. I mean, he's he's got a lot of. What does he call it? Mojo. Mojo. He's got a lot of mojo. Mojo, um, baby. Very, very <laughs> good with the ladies. He's very good at his job. He's got his uh, arch nemesis is uh, Dr. Evil, who's also Dr. played by Mike Evil. Myers. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's a, of the series. And then this one is mostly about like uh, it's Austin Powers and he's stopping Dr. Evil. But there's some time travel and Austin's dad. And it's the last uh, crusade of the Austin Powers. Movies it kind of is with the dad. <laughs> I mean, I guess Michael Caine. Yeah. Come on. Um, it's got so some I, parallels. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, so I I had seen the first one last summer. That was the first time I had seen any of them. And then I watched the second one in preparation for this earlier in the week. And I watched this one. I just do not like these movies. <laughs> <laughs> I So I watched the first one a couple years ago. Rewatched it um, with... Emily and was not great. This yeah. one I have a lot of nostalgia for. So I still like it. And there are points where I did laugh pretty hard. But there are yeah. also points that just don't work at all. And the jokes are just so drawn out and not funny. Yeah. Like there'll be whole sequences that aren't <laughs> funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I, uh, you know, you all. You listeners might shun me. I don't know. I, from what I've experienced in terms of like Mike Myers comedies, I just do. I like. I think he's funny, but I don't think the movies he's in are funny. <laughs> like very, very often. I don't know why. And I mean, probably exceptions to that are Wayne's World. Like I like Wayne's World. Um, and I mean Shrek. I guess. <laughs> Yeah, I love how his voice for uh, Fat Bastard is just a Shrek just literally voice. Shrek. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't what, know. Why is like, there corn in there? Because I also, like, a couple years ago, I watched So I Married an Axe Murderer, which is, like, I think considered a 90s cult classic comedy, and it's, like, him. I think he wrote it and started it and whatnot. But I just I did not think it was funny at all. Um, this movie does have a few... V- pretty funny moments and it probably is my favorite of the three mostly because of a few standout sequences but like i don't know i'm still just like whatever on it yeah i mean for me it's all the nostalgia Mm -hmm. and also it's just you don't they don't make movies like this anymore yeah in my opinion for for good reason (laughs) because like this movie i think it's pretty offensive I, I mean, think so. Well, hypersexualized, and yeah, it's not as offensive as I thought it was going to be. Like I went into it, I think a lot of them. I I think a lot of them play on like they're offensive because like you know Austin Powers is this from is a from different this, time. Yeah. Um, and so I don't think the movies are overtly offensive like on their own. I think they're they're more poking fun at like stereotypes from like the 60s and stuff 
but yeah, there at, are, the sa- at the same time, like mini me, you could not make a character mini. Oh no, that's in 2020. True. That's true. I mean, like, like fat bastard too. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, um, it's just like such that era of comedy. Mm-hmm. It is, and I mean, like kind of good riddance that it's gone <laughs> like we probably we shouldn't make movies like this anymore but also like a lot of the movies are a lot of like my exposure to like more mature comedy i guess even though it's an immature movie or like just comedies that were made for like grown-ups or teens mm-hmm. or whatever like as a 10 year old this is hilarious you know oh yeah i agree so i think that you know watching it in that context brought back a lot of memories but still it's like this movie does not age well in that regard and they they're not gonna if they made another austin powers movie it would not be like no that's that's probably one of the problems with bringing it back is like i mean what are you gonna do because people are gonna expect to this and you can't really do that um i think the acting in this movie is pretty good on the whole for the most part um, like, I mean, you got good performances. I, I yeah, Mike Myers, ahead. very good. I mean, he's got multiple roles. He's got f- four roles, I believe it is. He plays Austin Powers, uh, Dr. Evil, Fat Bastard, and um, Gold Member. Um, yep. And, yeah, I mean, he's, he's good in each of those roles. Uh, I don't, I mean, I don't like the character of Gold Member, and maybe we can get into that in spoilers. I think he's... Yeah it's kind of lazy and like his like mike myers accent for him is just like he's just kind of doing whatever like he it's like he's already cycled through all of his accents and so he's just trying to cobble one together for uh for a gold member um but i mean then you got um michael kane who i actually really like in this movie he seems to have a blast he's He's that's what i i love about this movie is all the actors in it seem to be having so much fun yeah and for me that trans that translates through the screen and then i have fun with it yeah like you see michael kane and you, you don't think of someone who would be in like a really raunchy comedy like this and then he's just like he's he's just like smiling on the screen and it's not even like an acting smile it's it's like he's probably just smiling as michael kane very happy guy <laughs> and um, he's great like he yeah is the perfect actor to be mike myers or not mike myers, austin powers dad too yeah. like he just sells the role completely you'd be like yeah this guy seems like Nigel Powers. I do. Th- okay, so I agree that like Mini Me is kind of offensive, but I do think he steals the show too. Yeah, <laughs> I like Mini Me a lot, and Vern Troyer's the actor. I that ca- that character for a lot of this, I think, steals it. He's just very very funny, and I th- apparently like I I was kind of reading into this. He's in the second movie too. That's when they introduce that character, and like he was originally supposed to die at the end of the second one. But then like, um, like when they did like test screenings, like everyone loved him. And so they kept him. And I think they really amped up his role in this movie. Um, but I think he has some of the best jokes and scenes in the film, even though he doesn't like talk at all. All yeah. of his comedy is mostly just is facial and physical, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I like Beyonce. Actually, wasn't as bad as I thought she was gonna be. Like, I thought I, thought I had Beyonce heard that was she. Great. Yeah, I thought I had heard that she was not good in this movie. I don't remember who I heard that from, but 
she was actually pretty good. Like she she definitely gave off that kind of seventies black exploitation. Oh, definitely. That, like I mean, that's you, you have the name Foxy Cleopatra. That's what she's going for. <laughs> like, uh, and this was yeah. like before she was like big too, wasn't it? Well, this was she. I'm trying to think. When was she in Destiny's Child? Was this like right after she left that? I don't know. Let's like see, when I'm, Destiny's Child was a thing <laughs> before my time. Gold member is 2002. I think that's like because. That must have been like right around the time when she left. Okay. I can do a quick Google search if you want to talk. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, I mean, I think all the acting in this is uh, very good on the whole. Um, it's it just, was a year before Beyonce left Destiny's Child. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was before she made it big on her own, I guess. Um, she, yeah. The biggest problems for this movie for me are just like the jokes. I mean, I think, I think a lot of the movie is relatively well made. I do think that the costumes and makeup are significantly worse in this one, and maybe that's. I think it's because noticing between two and three, they must have upgraded like what they shot it in. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't know cameras very well or anything, but you can notice a definite, definite visual like increase in between the two movies. Well, maybe they shot it in digital. It could be, but like, I think, I think it, the costumes look a lot more cheap. I think the makeup is a lot more inconsistent and kind of cheap. Like I think Dr. Evil's like makeup is really bad. <laughs> to like, me, that's part of the charm of it. Cause like everything is cheap. Like the sets are cheap. It's not I mean, to be I, taken seriously, so I kind of, I guess, but I like, I guess like, I maybe I didn't get that from the first two movies, and so it seemed inconsistent to me. Yeah, um, I don't know. Uh, you're right; it probably is shot in, on digital. That's probably the uh, the difference. Um, hi, Xander. Xander just walked in and grabbed a Pepsi. Now he's leaving. <laughs> um. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. Anyway, I yeah, the jokes. I I I just think a lot of the jokes don't work. I'll talk about some of the ones I do and do think work and don't work in spoilers, but that's probably the I mean, it's it's a comedy, so the biggest thing is it's supposed to make you laugh. If it doesn't make you laugh, that's a that's a problem. <laughs> um I do have to say we can talk about specifically what is in it, but the cold open is my favorite part of the movie. Oh, I agree. I, I was, laughed so it hard. It was completely unexpected for me. I I knew I did not know that was there, and I was <laughs> I thought it was amazing. And I like <laughs> that seems like something that I should have heard talked about somewhere else, like in I don't know some video on YouTube or something. But I didn't was not aware that was there. It's so good. I love it. And yeah, without going into spoilers, I love the cold open. So if you haven't seen this movie, just watch like the first five minutes, if nothing else. Some of the, uh, I mean, a little bit more technical. Some of the ADR in this movie is pretty bad. There's certain scenes where it like the lip sync is, seems a little bit off. Um, and maybe I can, maybe I can just put that all to my internet. I don't know, but I'm going to, it's, it's what I saw. So I'm going to, put that in here um i thought like just an odd thing that i thought was good is i thought their kid actors were really good portrayals of young austin powers and young they Dr. were pretty Evil. good 
All, like, the young they were pretty Austin, spot on. The young Austin looked really familiar to me, but I looked him up and he wasn't in like anything else. So. Yeah. But um, I guess that's we can go on to our ratings if you're ready. Yeah. Yeah, you go first. I'll give it for nostalgia purposes. For nostalgia <laughs> reasons, purposes. I don't. For nostalgia purposes. I'll go with a 7 out of 10. Because I still had fun watching this movie. It's not mm-hmm. great. I think it's entertaining enough and that it doesn't get too bogged down. There are a couple jokes that are just too long. and could have been very I think I, easily I think I cut out. exactly which ones you're talking about. And But other than that, it's brisk. It's derivative from the other ones. But like I think there's iconic enough scenes from this that, that I look forward to whenever this comes on TV and catching up parts you know what? of it. I, d- I do want to mention this real quick. It's not really a spoiler because it's not super important or anything, but like they do time travel two movies in a row. <laughs> like <laughs> It seems so lazy. Like I watched The Spy Who Shagged Me, which is the second one, the night before I watched this one, and I'm like, oh, okay, it's time travel, whatever, kind of silly. And then I go to this one, and they're just like, yeah, we're doing time travel again. <laughs> yeah, but I like it. It's just dumb. It's not taking itself too seriously, and that's what I like about it, Alden. Okay. What's your rating? Uh, wait, what did you give it? <laughs> seven. You're oh, giving seven. it an eight. Wow, that's no, higher not. than I thought you would go. I'm, All I'm right, now it. we're going to spoil. <laughs> I'll give it like a five. Yeah, yeah that's fair. Five's probably probably accurate. Yeah. All right, Olin. Let's spoil Gold Member. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I have some notes here. I went through a little bit of the movie later on and kind of looked at this. Um, so you want to talk about the jokes that don't work? Yeah, for me, the ones that really stood out were like kind of the first, I think it's the first sequence in Dr. Evil's lair. I don't remember exactly what the jokes were. I don't remember it either. I don't remember. And that it was scene like, like maybe it was mini me eating the chocolates or something. Oh yeah. It just felt really drawn out and like, it wasn't funny at the beginning and it just kept being unfunny. Um, yeah. The mole, mole yeah, the joke. Mole. Oh my God. That, okay. Have you seen Anchorman two? Yeah. Okay. So they have a very similar joke in that movie. Which I think is far funnier, but also it's mostly just because they only do it in like one scene. And it's, it's admittedly, it's more offensive what they do with it in that movie. It's like more offensive. And so I think part of that makes it funnier. Um, but like, it's the whole joke is that Fred Savage is this like assistant guy to uh, what's his name? Dr. Evil. Yeah. Dr. Evil, <laughs> yeah. Dr. He's this assistant Evil. guy, and he's got this big mole on his face, and all the characters can't stop, like, looking at it, and, like, Austin, whenever he sees it, he just keeps saying mole. He keeps saying the word mole, and it's it's so annoying. They do it, like, four or five times. Like, it's, it's not even, <laughs> And then like, the character is a mole. It's not even that they mole. stick with the rule of threes or anything, like... <laughs> <laughs> they, they even it's, go it's not funny from, the first time no either. it's not <laughs> they they go so far with it it's just not good 
It'd been, it would have been funny had he had a big mole. They don't say anything. Maybe he just goes, ooh. But then he turns out to be the actual mole, and mm. they just don't say anything about it. I think that's a layer of subtlety in, in, uh, in the humor that people can appreciate. But they just go so overboard with it. Yeah. But, oh and gosh. it's not an overboard. It's so overboard that it becomes funny. It's just... It's There's no variety to the, the joke, so it's just yeah. Um, I mean, I I mentioned Goldmember. I just don't think he's funny. I don't really either. I the only like, part I find halfway funny is that his legs are super flexible. Yeah, that's kind of funny. But like, I mean, he's like peeling and he eats his own skin. <laughs> that's I'm like just weird. And then like, I mean, yeah, okay, his his dick is gold. I get it. <laughs> gold member gold member i get it also it's, a key. it's not that funny yeah also a key um the unfortunate yeah, smelting accident <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i mean i don't know i guess most of the other jokes that don't work for me are just ones i don't remember like i'm trying to think what else let's talk about jokes that do work yeah there's a few um I do like, okay, so Michael Caine is one of the best parts of the movie. I like when they're in the 70s and they're talking English to each other, Austin yeah. and his dad. I thought that was pretty funny. And then yeah. the subtitles just, like, loses track and then it, like, picks up on, like, random words. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's pretty funny. Um, The cold open. The reveal oh, yeah, that yeah, Tom Cruise is playing Austin Powers. Oh, my and God. Gwyneth Paltrow is playing his his girlfriend and kevin spacey is dr <laughs> kevin spacey's <laughs> that is like the funniest part in hindsight and with of course, danny danny, danny DeVito, devito as mini me and then i love it when steven spielberg's directing the movie and i don't know if you caught this but they like break when they break into the opening dance number with of course the iconic music of austin powers which wasn't written for austin powers i don't believe really um, so iconic at this point it is and i don't know if you noticed steven spielberg beginning to do cartwheels yeah i saw that i love that i laughed so <laughs> hard <laughs> no i that cold open is great like i mean i don't know i mean i guess tom cruise he wasn't probably as big of a jerk <laughs> back then <laughs> like uh so i mean he's probably more willing to do it you got gwyneth paltrow but it's just like these big names like these guys were big in the 90s and like obviously this is early 2000s so they're probably even bigger um just the fact that they got them and steven spielberg's just there and britney spears yeah and britney spears who's like a what do you call him like a fembot i don't remember what they call him yeah fembot yeah um John Travolta's at the end. John Travolta at the end. Another <laughs> moment I was <laughs> Another moment I was not expecting. <laughs> I was watching... So I watched this movie with one of my friends. Um, uh, he came over last night. We watched it. Um, but we were like... When, when this was all revealed, we were like laughing so hard. And of course, we love Danny DeVito because we're children of the internet. So uh, we Danny DeVito, when he appeared as Mini-Me, was like perfect. Yeah. Um, so that, the, that's the funniest joke of the whole thing. Um, I agree. for me, the silhouette scene when I was little was the funniest part of the movie. I still think it's, I thought it was it's pretty still funny pretty funny. Time. I think yeah. 
I mean, that's also that's also derivative of the last movie, and that's pro. You know what? I should have mentioned this in the main review because, like, I think a couple of the funniest jokes, like this, are just they're just ripped from the last movie. And while I do think it's funnier in this one, because uh, it's Mini Me and Austin in there, like, it just everything that goes on it's frankly quite impressive <laughs> what happens um i it's just like well you did this already and the other one is like it's like that yeah i don't know how to describe the montage scene where like they keep switching to different people like they keep almost saying like a word and then they flip to a different scene Do you yeah know what i'm talking about yeah i don't know how to describe that scene but like that's the, also it's also ripped straight from the last movie. I mean they acknowledge. I think it, that's in all of them, or is it just is in it? the second? I don't know. I, but they acknowledge it. I don't mind that so much because that wasn't drawn out. I, in my opinion, no. I, I mean, yeah. And they have Ozzy. I just Osborne think it's a lot like, funnier in the second. Movie. Did the same joke as the last movie? Those yeah. effing lazy whatever he says. <laughs> that's pretty funny in my opinion. I don't know. Also like very 2002. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, sometimes stuff like that works, but, I mean, just because they acknowledge it doesn't make it funny for me. I'm just like, well, I mean, you just reused it. <laughs> you acknowledged it, but you still did it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I didn't I didn't dislike it. Um, What else? What else? I did like that they, they had the sharks with the lasers on the heads. Yeah. That was good reference. Um... I like how <laughs> when when it's revealed that Doctor Evil is uh, Austin's brother, <laughs> brother, on, yeah, yeah. I like Michael Caine like explaining what happened and like he explains the only reason why Doctor Evil is evil is because vaguely the the Belgians made him evil. <laughs> That's like yeah. the only explanation. And they share a border with the Dutch. I love yeah. one of his <laughs> one of his lines is like, "There's only two things I hate in the world." I guess I was Australian there for a second. He's like. One is people who are, oh, what does he say? He's like people, he, people who are, who are intolerant of other cultures, cultures and, and two, the, the Dutch. The Dutch. <laughs> like that's, that's pretty, pretty good, good line. Yeah, that's funny. Um, uh, we got to talk about the mini me Austin Powers fight scene, which Austin, is pretty good. Pa- Austin Powers just kicks him across the room. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the hardest I laughed. Because that was actually a pretty good effect. Like, I don't know if that's mean that we laughed at that, but like it is very funny. <laughs> like, and there's there's a couple times. There's also that time where he like shoots out of the vent or whatever right next to Beyonce. Yeah, like he shoots. It just the drills wall. the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and then like I mean, there's during that fight though, like Austin gets him into a bag and just the pillow yeah yeah a pillow and starts like hitting him around the room smashes him into a table and then it's It's clearly just not a person in there in some of the shots which is funny it's just (laughs) classic physical humor yeah um but yeah i okay i should i didn't mention this in the when we were talking about actors or whatever but i I didn't like him in the last, in the second movie, and I don't like him in this one. Seth Green. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just... like, I don't think he's bad, but literally in the second movie, it's toned down in this one. The second movie, his entire character is, he literally just says, you're so dumb, dad. He just says variations of that, like, the entire movie. That's his, like, entire character. Yeah. I 
I'm not the biggest Seth Green fan, I guess. You so. don't like him as Chris and Family Guy? Not really. Chris <laughs> is my least favorite character in that show, I think. I uh, like him in uh, Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed. That's true. He's got a great part in there. <laughs> um. So, I, I mean, yeah. His character never did much for me. I loved the... <laughs> the explanation of why number two is number two. Oh yeah. <laughs> Not because he's like the right hand man, but just because he's number two in the class for international man of mystery or whatever. <laughs> it's like, hi, I'm number two. <laughs> I thought that was funny and on the that nose. That was good. <laughs> I also laughed pretty hard when predictably Dr. Evil takes like the, a meteor to his nuts. <laughs> Classic physical humor. <laughs> But uh, so that just shows my maturity level. I, I'm trying to think what other scenes like stand out for better or worse in that movie. I liked the I think the peeing fountain scene is pretty classic. It's okay. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's because I grew up on Get Smart, but that Get Smart's got the better peeing scene for me. Yeah. <laughs> Top 10 favorite movie piece. <laughs> Number one, Get Smart, starring Steve Carell. Um, now, speaking of Get Smart, yeah. is the guy who says the Godzilla line, is he the guy in Get Smart? Yes. Yeah. That's right. Okay, I was trying... Okay, what I was actually remembering him from is he's in the classic slash infamous uh, 2000 series Heroes. Oh, um, sure. It was, yeah, that was very popular when that came out, like mid 2000s. Um, and he's one of the main characters in that. I think the most well liked character in that. But yeah, he's also in Get Smart. So yeah, I noticed that too. I when I was watching it with my friend, I was like trying to explain who he was, but I could only think of heroes. But maybe if I had said Get Smart, he would have would have noticed. Get Smart's a classic. We need someone to recommend that. Come recommend on. Get Smart. Someone. <laughs> I just watched that. Uh, was that during COVID? I watched it with my youngest brother because he had never seen it. I just remember renting that movie from, I think, Blockbuster. Yeah. And just being wowed as like a fifth grader. It's really dumb, but it's pretty <laughs> funny. <laughs> I love it. I think, what, do you got anything else on this movie? I think I'm out, Holden. All right. I think I'm out, too. Yeah. If they make a whole movie as funny as that cold open, it'd be the funniest movie of all time. <laughs> it would be. <laughs> I want to see Steven Spielberg cameo in West Side Story with some cartwheels. <laughs> I, you know, I mean, Steven Spielberg does seem like a fairly chill dude aside from his views on uh, streaming services. But, um, I mean, it just, even then it was like kind of surprising to me just to see him in this movie. <laughs> yeah. It's very silly. Um, all right, Holden. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, so what am I doing, Jimmy? Uh, pretty slow week, mostly because, I mean, I moved back to school on Wednesday. And we kind of mentioned that earlier, I think. But I moved back to school on Wednesday. Um, and so I've been kind of getting stuff ready uh, for that. So I, in terms of movies... I haven't really watched anything aside from those two Austin Powers movies. Um, I have 
uh, been watching Harley Quinn. Still very good. And it's it goes in some like bizarre directions. Like, I mean, if you think you've seen a DC animated show, it's so different. And I think a lot more emotional. Like I, it's, it's pretty quality, Jimmy. If you want to watch a nice bris or a, a, a nice half hour comedy, can't go wrong with that. I started a, another nice half hour comedy, Holden. Um, well, I'm I'm not done yet, Jimmy. But that was such a good segue. <laughs> Fine, say what you're gonna say. Um, so my school year begins um, Thursday. It's the first day of school uh, at my middle school, so I wanted to find something uh, a little lighter. I guess I've heard this is gonna be kind of depressing as well, but just something a half hour to you know, kind of when I go to bed to watch as I'm falling asleep. And so I started watching BoJack Horseman. Oh, yes. Jimmy. kind of happened on accident. I didn't really plan on it. It just was yes. like, I need a show. And I just went to Netflix. I was like, BoJack Horseman, yes. that's be yes. good. Yes. It's over. Uh, it's 30 minutes. So I just started watching it. It's pretty clever. I don't love it so far. How far are you in it? I think I'm like four or five episodes in. Oh, just wait. Yeah. First I, I de- like there's definitely I can definitely see like it I can see the potential for it and that excites me. And there's some very clever jokes that I like in yeah. it that I can't remember off the top of my head, but I love how whatsoever PC or whatever whatever Princess what's her name oh princess carolyn yeah princess carolyn yeah i love how her her like hold or her hold is the jellicle cats song from cats is it yeah <laughs> i didn't even notice that oh well, i guess so i funny. watched that before uh i watched cats it's so funny because will arnett as bojack horseman's like oh god <laughs> every time it comes on it's like jellicle cats da, da, da. especially <laughs> after the movie it's just even funnier <laughs> i uh yeah, no, I that so the show you'll see I think second half of season 1 gets pretty good, but season 2 is where it's like it really takes off and it just it balances all these different tones so well. And I'm really excited to see what you think of it. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely excited for it. I can see the potential. And uh now I know what Aaron Paul has been doing um since Breaking Bad. Cuz like, oh, he's in this. Wait, what? So oh, now I know Aaron what Paul? Aaron Paul is doing. Oh, okay. You you cut out yeah. for a second. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, Aaron Paul. Yeah, he's and he's good. I love Todd <laughs> in the show. Todd is just he's you, good. Holden. <laughs> he is. Well, I you know what? As, for Halloween this year, I might be going as Todd. I might be going as Todd, and uh, my girlfriend might be going as Bojack. <laughs> so uh, I have one of those I, horse we, head masks it. somewhere. Really. I might yeah, have to, I do. if you can find it, I might have to borrow that from you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but besides Harley Quinn, I beat Yakuza Zero finally. I even finally. Beat the, yeah, I even beat the two secret final bosses that you can get for the two different characters. Um, so I'm done with that. I won't have that on my plate to worry about after I leave. Um, and been trying to beat resident evil 6 before i leave and i think i'm actually gonna be able to beat the walking dead game before i leave i previously said i didn't think i was going to but now i've got i actually have most of my stuff packed up now and uh, you know i've got i've got some time so i might 
might be able to rush that one. Get it done. Um, what do you think of Walking Dead, Saints and Sinners? It's very good. I think I've heard it, it's good. Yeah. I mean, I, it, as far as... I, I just love... My favorite parts of, like, survival-type games are just, like, looting things. Like, I love looting, like, just taking all these items and, like, being able to use them for my own purposes and stuff. That's probably, like, that's my favorite part of those games. That's probably, like, the biggest survival mechanic in this game. Like, there are, there is a little bit of hunger stuff. You can craft stuff and whatnot. But, I mean, so much of it is reliant on you going to houses and looting them. I just love exploring the houses and it's so it's so good. I'd recommend it. It's probably I don't think it's as good as Half-Life Alex, but it's definitely a quality uh, VR title. Yeah. I think um Vader Immortals coming to PSVR here pretty soon, so. Oh yeah. I still need to pl- my youngest brother bought the first episode of that and then he doesn't want to buy the other two because it's the first one he'd beat in like 30 minutes. Really? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I don't want to spend 10 bucks on two more of those. <laughs> well, I, well, I know there's like a dojo mode or whatever. So Yeah. I don't know. I'm Maybe I'll play the first episode at some point. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it for me. What about you, Jimmy? Yeah, like I said, just started BoJack Horseman. Um, been I've seen a few episodes of The Leftovers. I've just kind of been slowing down on that because I've just been really busy getting ready for school and i'll be really busy here for foreseeable future so i don't know if i'll be able to add much to what are you doing um for for the foreseeable future but um i'll let you know when i finish a season of one of those shows that i'm watching um in the meantime though holden next week we have a listener request um the science of sleep which is a fantasy what? comedy from 2006. I've never heard of this. What? It, what? That's all I know. Okay. I don't know if you've ever heard of this person, uh, Mariah Mance. Nope. Yeah. Don't know Not her. familiar. <laughs> must be one of those international listeners, huh? Yeah, must be. <laughs> uh, it's, it's his girlfriend. No, it's not. I don't have a girlfriend. Shut up. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of kind of looking at stuff about it. it. Looks. Oh, I thought you were just saying. I'm kind of looking at my options here in terms of relationships. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, looks like an interesting movie. Yeah, Holden, take us home. Uh yeah. So, if you want to request a film, be sure to email us or leave us a five star review. Uh, we've got. I think we've got another review, perhaps, that I'm aware of. Uh, it's we'll, not on here. Oh, okay. Well, it's not on there, so <laughs> maybe there will be at some point. Um, but, yeah, so leave us a five-star review on iTunes or send us an email at tompodcast at gmail.com or donate to our Patreon. That's also an option that we'd appreciate. Um, you can follow us on Facebook where we post occasionally when I remember to, um, and when I'm not when I'm not busy with with work stuff, um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it, Jimmy. I'll as next time we meet, I'll have bought an expensive camera. So 
All right. Nice. Can't wait for that. There you go. Yeah. I think that's it. All right. Adios, pantalones. Love you. <laughs>